This is Fall Admits the Real. Paul McCartney died in 1966. My name actually is Jan book <laughs> And I am actually a Swedish chap who's standing in for Paul McCartney tonight to make a, a lot of money and just run off with it. Why do you think such uh, rumors come up? Why do they come about? Because Paul McCartney's dead, of course. <laughs> My name actually is Jan Svogelbuk, and I am actually a Swedish chap who's standing in for Paul McCartney tonight to make a, a lot of money and just run off with it. Why do you think such... And this is Trump glitches and frightening shows. Cognitive Colleges and universities <laughs> will purge the anti-Semitism and pro-terrorism. Ter uh, what, what you're doing? What they're doing? The terrorism is pro... Colleges and universities will purge the anti-Semitism and pro-terrorism. Mark Meadows is back in the news site, which is why we definitely wanted to hear from you. So first, uh, your reaction to the news that he is now cooperating with the DOJ probe and that he has an immunity deal. You know, Ari, I don't want to get out ahead of anything that the Justice Department has not commented on. What we do know is from a public report from ABC News, and I give ABC News a lot of credit for pulling that report together. But what I will say is this. I have hoped for a long time that Mark would step up and do the right thing in what I define as the right thing, which is share what he knows with the Justice Department and in effect with the country about what happened inside the White House on January 6th. And I know personally that there was nobody in that White House or during that period closer to Donald Trump than Mark Meadows was. So if this reporting is true, and again, we don't know exactly what he has testified to and everything he has testified to, but it's a very important step towards accountability. Mark Meadows is back in the news site, which is why we definitely wanted to hear from you. So first, uh, until recently, the megalithic sites in southern Turkey were hidden beneath the earth and completely unknown, even to the local populations. So no record or ancient legends exist to explain how they were constructed. But might certain details, like the eight-fingered figures and the large stone head found at Karahan Tepe, connect these sites with giants as well? Could they have been built before the biblical event known as the Great Flood, and with the help of the Nephilim? Is it possible? The hybrid beings described in the Hebrew Bible. As we go around the world, there's talk about a race of giants involved in the construction of these megalithic sites. Also, what can we say about this? Were these the descendants of the builders of Karahan Tepe and Gebekli Tepe? And did their giant genes get passed down from this early era? Until recently, the megalithic sites in southern... <laughs> Did you know that there was a cave found in the Grand Canyon that predated Native Americans? In fact, it looked like it came from Egypt, and the Smithsonian denies it to this day, yet they funded the expedition. What? Yes. So in 1908, this explorer, he wanted to go to the Grand Canyon to look for gold. He was going down one of the rivers and saw a mineral deposit about 2,000 feet up. Went up there, and he saw some bushes or whatever and he pushed the bushes aside and it was a staircase that led up to a clearly a man-made cave yeah he walked in there and immediately it was like what am i looking at because it looked like there was hieroglyphics all 
on the walls and it was huge and so he like took some pictures and then went to the smithsonian and was like can you find me we'll get a team out there to see what this is so they went out there and it was basically an underground city it would have housed like fifty thousand people what the natives in that region yeah. they talked about how they weren't the first people on the land and that there was people actually before them and those people were taught by the star people how to make nice. weapons how to did you know that there was a cave found in the Grand Canyon that predated Native Americans? In fact, it looked like it came from Egypt, and the Smithsonian denies it to this day, yet they funded the expedition. What? Yes. So in 1908, what? this explorer, he wanted to go to the Grand Canyon to look for gold. He was going down one of the rivers and saw a mineral deposit about 2,000 feet up, Everything went up there, and the they saw some bushes Lincoln. or whatever, and he pushed the bushes aside, and it was a staircase that led up to a clearly a man-made cave. Yeah. He walked in there, and immediately it was like, what am I looking at? Because it looked like there was so I'd recommend the Wide Files video on this topic. Huge. And so he like... Paul and Linda Eastman married in 1969. Gold UK Radio. Nurse photographer. Second child was born in Stellar in the South, 31. Leading fashion designer. James born in 77. Third child. James is a musician and songwriter. Has worked with his dad. Paul married second wife Heather Mills in 2002, they divorced six years later. She's a real cunt. Their child Beatrice was born in 2003. Third wife Nancy Shevel in 2011, I never even heard about her. She died First child, Mary, was born in 69. Photographer, filmmaker, cookbook author. He's <clears throat> got like, what, five kids? Joan was an excellent mother. She and Christina wore matching outfits. There were many photo ops. They were a picture of domestic bliss. So much so that Joan decided to adopt twins, Kathy and Cindy Crawford. Not to be confused with supermodel Cindy Crawford. Christina becomes an actress like her mother, and this is where things get fuzzy. Apparently she had a role, she got sick, her mom replaced her, and it was all downhill from there. Christina decided to write a book detailing how her mother was very abusive. And before Joan passed away, she knew this book was being written and she was not happy. So of course, she wrote Christina and Christopher out of her will, leaving everything to the twins and to some charities. When the book, Mommy Dearest, came out, it created shockwaves. No one could believe how abusive Joan Crawford was, and it tarnished her reputation. On the other hand, supporters of Joan said that Christina just made it up for attention. Regardless, it gave us the campy movie, Mommy Dearest, where I never looked at wire hangers or cold cream ever the same. That Joan was an excellent mother. She and Christina wore matching outfits. There were many photo ops. They were a picture of domestic... Here's one of the greatest lessons that I learned in my life. This entire lesson can be summarized in a single quote by Rabindranath Tagore. He said, a mind that's all logic is like a knife that's all blade. It makes the hand bleed that uses it.
And what this line talks about is a mind that only appreciates and entertains logical reasoning. And I used to be like this, going around tearing down other people's beliefs because they didn't make sense to me logically. I would use this in my relationships, thinking that by logic, I'm going to get the best out of this relationship. And of course, it all came back to bite me. It made the hand that uses that mind bleed my hand. This doesn't mean that we completely let go of our logical reasoning. What it means is to have flexibility to entertain the mysterious, the mystical, dare I say even supernatural. Let go of this incessant need to be right. It will change your life. Here's one of the greatest ah, lessons that I learned in my ah. life. This why, why Dharma? So more bad news for Donald Trump as the highest yeah. profile co-defendant yet signals the likelihood to flip on him. Mark Meadows, Trump's former chief of Already. staff, is just signaling it's about his defense include blaming Trump as the driving force behind efforts to steal the 2020 election. In court, Meadows' attorneys downplayed Meadows' culpability by pointing out that he never called the Georgia Secretary of State to change the vote totals, which of course underscores the fact that Donald Trump did make that request. And just to give you an idea of how devastating this would be for Trump, remember that Meadows was literally on that infamous call with Brad Raffensperger. If there's one person who has the information to almost unilaterally take down Trump, it's Meadows, which probably explains why he was so reluctant to even testify, much less cooperate. But things tend to change pretty quickly when indictments start to drop. And remember, every person who flips only strengthens the case against those who still refuse to cooperate, which is why when one domino falls, it's usually followed by a lot more. Let's not pretend that Meadows doesn't know that. So the question now becomes, are you really willing to sacrifice your freedom for someone who wouldn't give up anything to help you? So as far as flips are concerned, we may have just found the Simone Biles of politics. <laughs> so more bad news for Donald Trump as the highest profile co-defendant yet signals the likelihood to flip on him. Mark Meadows, Trump's former chief of staff, has just signaled that his defense will likely include blaming Trump as the driving force behind efforts to steal the 2020 election. In court, Meadows' attorneys downplayed of Meadows' course. culpability by pointing Duh. out that he never called the Georgia Secretary of State to change the vote totals, which... My Democrat colleague across the aisle... My Democrat colleague... Been here over 30 years. Just said we're on the verge of shutdown. She probably just forgot she that probably just a few hours ago, she, hours ago, she, she uh, voted for continuing the resolution. The budget, and we are not on the verge no, of shutdown. And we're not on the verge of a shutdown. Maybe the gentle lady doesn't know attached to the U.S. Congress called the United States Senate. There is the House, there is the Senate, and there is uh. the President. And quite frankly... I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. <laughs> the structure that was found in 1994 called the Gobleki Tepe, and it totally has thrown off archaeology. They've been Gobekli teaching that the Tepe. Sumerians are the ones that had the first written language, but they found the Gobleki Tepe, which is a 100,000 square dude. foot temple that dates back to 11,600 years wrong, ago. Dude. It existed 6,000 years before the Sumerians, 7,000 years before Stonehenge and the pyramids. So this thing had been standing for you're saying it wrong dude 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 he says go blackly go blacky <laughs> go blacky tappy go blacky don't forget the power is purposely buried to hide the truth Over a thousand years. How did he know it was purposely buried? I wonder. Pillars in the middle of them. 
10 tons each. And they have these carvings and stuff, very intricate layouts of the star constellations. It depicts the alignment of the stars and the sun. It was a prediction of when the flood was going to happen. So the flood that the whole world talks about, every culture has a flood story, that happened 5,000 years ago. This pillar is 11,000. Yeah, but here's where it gets crazy. The structure that was found in 1994 called the Goblecki Tepe, and uh -huh. it totally has 